And I keep what? forgetting to do it. But it's just like, I keep forgetting to do it because it's so weird. You can't it do is. it on the website. Like, after they sent me the bill, I went back to the website, logged in, and there's nothing. Like, even when I went to do the thing, uh, it looked like I wasn't even going to get charged anything. Yeah, that's uh, more that's than full-time. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what else is a lot? This episode of the Housing Frequency Podcast, because you know <laughs> what? You know what? This is, get ready for it, episode 69. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Okay, I was waiting for that. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's me, FG, again, hosting. Hello. And with me, I have Akiri and Sui. Uh, we're recording this on May 10th, uh, and this episode will air live on May 14th. And uh, how are you two doing today? How's it going, Sui? Uh, over there in the evening on the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing good. It's doing good. I've been going ham with job applications because I recently had a mental breakdown and realized that I just need structure in my life and I can't really push myself to have structure. Yeah, that seems familiar sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep myself honest, man. I need something keeping me honest. Gotcha. gotcha it's great gotcha, to realize gotcha. that, honestly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it does help if you have like, you know, structure going on, like, you know, like, okay, at this time, I need to be there. And at this time, I'll be free of that place. Helps so much mm -hmm. to like structure everything else. Um, and how are you doing this morning, Kiri? I'm good. Yeah. Slept well. I'm awake. Can't complain. That sounds good. Yeah. Awake is pretty good. Uh, considering yeah. <laughs> we're like recording a podcast episode <laughs> would be i would be impressed if you were asleep actually to be fair like, true <laughs> but but as a child i did sleepwalk not sure Me if too. i ever talked but at least i was walking around and looking alive <laughs> oh i i have a good sleepwalking st uh, story as a child i mean it's quite common for children to sleepwalk right i have mm -hmm. a good one though i uh, apparently once uh, my parents were still up. They were in the living room watching TV. And we had, you know, like one of those 80s, 90s, like giant, massive cupboard wall in the in the living room with like cabinets. And like, you know, there was like a yeah. spot for the TV and a spot oh. for the stereo mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff. Right. And um, there were drawers like low to the ground. So I walked apparently into the living room, pulled out a drawer, turned around and said, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> So my parents <laughs> just panicked and like moved me into the bathroom. I didn't go to the bathroom because I was sleepwalking. And then they realized and then they just put me back to bed. <laughs> oh, that's great. But I'm pretty sure they had like um, uh, a mild heart attack. Yeah. Because they were thinking that there was just going to be in the drawer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's those funny. massive things. And now they're so ugly and they were so expensive as well, like thousands and thousands of euros. My parents have one too in the living room. It's, yeah, everybody did, right? And it's yeah, like, yeah. oh God, nowadays it's like, I mean, like, we have storage too, but nothing like that because, God. You need storage, <laughs> but, but now it's definitely less is more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Changed so much. Mm. I mean... Back then, um, I feel like people did try to collect things a bit more, and now we're a little mm. more minimalist than we were. Like, yeah. I know my parents are a different generation. They are uh, boomers, and they like having a lot of stuff, and I very much am just like, only the bare necessities, you know? I mean, I still have, like, some decorative stuff, but... Yeah, yeah definitely like not as much, yeah. Clutter bugs me. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I, I, uh, me too. I do tend to accumulate stuff over time, but I also like, I, I like get like massively rid of stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Um, every few years, it's like, okay, do I use this? No, goodbye. <laughs> and it's so satisfying to do that. It is, yeah. It, it feels so much lighter to do. Mm. Like you feel so much lighter when you've done it. Is what I'm trying to say and feeling. Yeah, definitely, definitely good. Mm. we we like neither lex nor i are like like super trendy people right not really because we don't just don't care but our house is like super trendy right now because we are like everything is either gray 
white or black. Like that's like the only colors in the house, <laughs> except for our bed. Our bed is technically our bed is blue, it's, but like everything else is just gray, black, or white, which is like apparently like super on trend right now. <laughs> okay. hmm. I keep trying to get Sue Boy mm. to get pink bedding and pink various things. It doesn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> like he won't even get pink sheets and i'm like dude look how cute these sheets are and he just goes veto <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would also not no. like it <laughs> i've i've gotten obsessed with pink lately i went through a phase where i absolutely hated it and like it's slowly starting to overtake blue is my favorite color i mean that's okay that's fine right yeah no yeah. It's like I have this new appreciation for it again, though. Like, it was, like, my teenage years, I was very much like, no, anti-pink. Like, I will not even wear pink, you know? And I'm just like, oh, it's so cute. It's pink. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's totally, I think that's totally okay. That's, mm -hmm. yeah, if that's your color, then that's your color. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I viewed it as childish as a teen. And now I'm like, ooh, but it's kind of refined, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think i think you're just starting to grow into that you know you're, you're coming to your like into your own and you kind of just go like you know what i just like what i like and i don't care what other people think or say like mm -hmm. it takes a while to get to that mindset um over time definitely like because then you know when you're a teen there's a lot of peer pressure still to like like certain things and not like certain things and that sort of stuff right yeah. even yeah. even subconsciously um and now i'm like well sorry i still really like video games they're really cool and i like nerdy t-shirts so screw you if you don't like them whatever and that's what i do right like you just yeah. kind of grow into not giving a, a crap <laughs> true i mean i'm comfortable like going to the grocery store in pj pants and crocs now like nice. <laughs> I wouldn't have been caught dead in that in public as a teen. Actually, I wouldn't have been even caught dead wearing Crocs as a teen. And now I'm just like, dude, they're so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's so... Like, yeah. did that also extend to, like, joggers, a.k.a. sweatpants? Because when I went to school yeah. in the U.S., like, everybody just wore T-shirts and sweatpants. No, my age, my age, we were all doing, um, like... I mean, I was in the group that did band tees and jeans. Mm. And then, like, Converse. I was, like, that somewhat edgy group, you know? <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. We called ourselves edgy, but really we were just tomboys. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. now, in the, when, when I was in the U.S., it was uh, it was sweatpants, t-shirts, hoodies if it were cold, and sneakers or flip-flops. That's, like, what we wore. And then German school for me was the complete opposite because everybody wore like not really fancy clothes, but I think we were all trying to like appear as adult as possible. So it was like nice jeans or like, uh, like you know, like cloth trousers, high heels or at least he shoes with a heel, blouses and cardigans. Like we were like trying to be fancy. so refined. Yeah, but every like all, like everybody in my class like ran around like that. Like even mm -hmm. even the guys, they did like um, t-shirts and cardigans or like shirts and cardigans and stuff like that. I don't know why. And now it's like I don't think I've worn a blouse in pff, I don't know how long. Yeah, dude, I'm yeah. not even sure like what classifies between a shirt and a blouse. Like I'm doing job interviews and I'm just too like, dude. I don't even know if my shirt is nice enough. I'm just hoping. <laughs> well, blouse is usually just a shirt for women because it, it it has uh, room for, you know, the boobies usually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's usually what okay. it is. But it's usually like basically like it has like a collar and like, you know, buttons and stuff like that. But it's got Oh, you're thinking space. of a polo. No, you're not. You're thinking of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, polo shirts are different. Polo shirts are polo shirts. Yeah. I mean, but they I, can be the, nice too. My interview shirt is a polo shirt. It's one that um, Suboy actually made me try on as a meme because it's navy blue and it has a bunch of like little crabs on it. <laughs> and I was just like, this looks so dumb. 
And then he's like, yes, but you have to try it on. I'm like, fine, whatever. And then we looked at the price and it was on clearance for like four bucks. And so, and it fits like really well. It's my best fitting shirt. And it angers nice. me a little bit. <laughs> no, that, that that makes it easy, though, because now you can just go buy the same shirt, but in different colors, and you know it's going to no. fit amazingly. It was on yes. clearance. Yeah, when the stuff is on clearance. Yeah, you just get the same yeah, no, type. Yeah. There is no others. <laughs> the only really? We can find, yeah. Aww. Maybe the same brand I can find, but... um. Yeah, I've tried yeah. the same brand, like, just look online and find it there, because that makes shopping so easy. <laughs> uh, but it's, like, so so not my style and like Mm. it's your okay i feel weird saying this but it's kind of like your stereotypical like polo that like in stereotypes lesbians wear okay (laughs) you know like in every single way they're portrayed in uh that they especially like in like five years ago would be portrayed on like shows and stuff it'd always be with that kind of an outfit and I mean, it's not how it is anymore, but it's also is yeah. It's, as you said, it's a stereotype. It's a stupid stereotype, but yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like a funny thing. Where I'm just like, this is just so not me, but it looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, I think that's a pretty good intro to this episode of the House and Frequency podcast. So we're gonna go hop to a very quick break, and then we're gonna come right back talking about the games that we've been playing. And we're back with episode 69. Nice. nice. Of the Halcyon Frequency Podcast. And uh, we're here to talk about the games that we've been playing. Uh, Sui, I see you have d- uh, dipped your toes into CDDA, Cataclysm Dark Days Ahead. How are you liking it? And how okay. punishing has it been? So, um, I did it with, like, following a tutorial and having a member in chat, uh, guide me through it. They did the 50k channel point reward I have where people can pick a game for me to play. Mm. Um, and so they walked me through a ton of stuff. And I didn't get very far. (laughs) Um, and I didn't actually die. I did four and a half hours, but I didn't really do much. But it was really fun. Um, I feel like by the end... I had a very de- I had a decent grip on the basics, but I just didn't really have a goal in mind that I felt like was attainable. So I don't know. I feel like I could enjoy it more, but it's mm. gonna be like I'll have to try it on very varied times. Like Zomboid took me a while to really like pick up because it's just so like I don't know. Is obtuse the right word? Yeah, definitely. I would agree. Yeah, it just yeah. takes a lot. And I feel like I'd get burnt out before I learned it if I didn't take it slow. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Were you playing the um the the free version or were you playing on Steam? I was playing the free version using like this fancy launcher thing. Oh, nice, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because uh, CDDA just recently uh launched on Steam as well. Um, so you can you can buy it now. It, if if I recall correctly, it also comes with graphics on the on the uh, Steam version, right? Yeah, I think it does. What else uh, had a graphics pack? It was really pretty, actually. Mm, it had one in 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 already. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe maybe they. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess they've that baked that into the launcher as well. I haven't tried CDDA in like forever. I tried, wasn't really quite my jam. Um, at the time, but maybe I have to uh, uh, give it another shot. Um, now we, ca- I kind of wish we had blind on because then you could like both talk about like traditional roguelikes because CDDA is a very much a traditional roguelike. Yeah, it, it was my Sorry. first dip into really doing that sort of thing, so mm. I didn't really know what I was doing, and it was definitely overwhelming, especially because like I don't know. It sounds like the keybinds are pretty standard, but I don't know standard keybinds, right? So it's very much most of it was learning the keybinds and figuring mm. out how things worked, how combat works. Like the fact that, you know, you can stand still for a turn to do combat, yep. you know. Yep. And that took me a while to kind of get the handle on it because at first I was trying to move every single time. And yeah, it was it was overwhelming, but it wasn't bad. 
I feel like I'd need another couple play, se- play sessions that were heavily guided before I'd be able to really have a good opinion. Gotcha, gotcha. But oh, uh, I did get a motorcycle to work. Um, <laughs> nice, that's good. I just hopped on it and it worked. And um, let me tell you, driving is really hard. Do not drive at night without a light on. <laughs> that because, sounds dangerous. Uh, yeah, that's also good fungus. advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little fungus creatures, um, yeah, you don't see them. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's also good advice for, you know, actual IRL. Do not, you know, turn your <laughs> lights on when you drive at night. <laughs> yes, very Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm glad, I'm glad, sounds, sounds like it, it was, uh, you know, it, it didn't manage to scare you off. That's, I think, already a win. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, if you've never done a traditional roguelike, they are definitely they can be if you're not used to like the whole all of the systems and cdda also is is one of the games uh, one of the traditional roguelikes that has so many different systems as well baked into it because it's been a game that's been you know worked on for so 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 long yeah um my chat was saying that like they do like four or five updates a day sometimes yeah it's absurd Mm, yeah Um, it's crazy but anyway speaking of being scared away from games Fun fact, I've played Darkest Dungeon 1, and it is too dark and dreary for me. I can't do dreary games. They just make me sad. So, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. I don't get that. I don't get that. Cause, so, Sue brings this up because both Kiri and I have played um, recently Darkest Dungeon 2 because that came out on the 8th of May. And um, I, I don't find it dreary i actually really like the universe like the whole occultism cult tentacle things i don't know and then like with wayne june like narrating everything it's like yesterday when i was playing it i was just the entire time i was just like i need this man to narrate my life please just ah it's i love it i love it how how have you been liking um darkest dungeon 2 and the you know very changed progression compared to darkest dungeon 1 I love it, Gary. honestly. I I had a smile on my face the whole stream, I think. I was just so happy going back into that atmosphere and the world and then having that narrator. It's just the art style. It's so good. I absolutely yeah. love it. Uh, about the progression, I like this way with the, with the altar and collecting those candles for doing certain things and then spending them to pick and choose what you like. I like that so much more than at the start of Early Access. Where, mm. where it was fixed, basically, or random. I, I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, it was fixed. I, th- I only... think... Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> Sorry. I, I only played the first act when when it came out as an early access game. So I've got about 20 hours in Darkest Dungeon to early access. And then I didn't play at all until this week and version one. So it's completely different for me now. Mm, same. But I like what I see much better than the start of early access. Yeah, me too. I think I think the early access pro, like meta progression system was always supposed to be temporary or mm-hmm. not like refined yet. I think I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's how it was. And yeah, you kind of stole everything that I was going to say. Cuz I yeah, I I also really like it. So I I've played I've played a decent chunk of Darkest Dungeon. I've never finished Darkest Dungeon 1 ever mm. I, it's such a daunting thing because um, there's so much to do especially if you've got the dlcs as well and the dlcs are so cool but like they add so much more to it and it's just such a such a almost it feels like insurmountable hill compared to like with darkest dungeon 2 because it's like it's run based so you can't yeah. just jump in for i don't know like an hour get a run in get some progression in and then you you do something else later i i don't know i've 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 also been really liking it i um yeah i've i've just been really enjoying it as well um mm. it's been really good i i really 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 enjoyed it yesterday i did to be fair i did also was i was sponsored for it yesterday uh i have to put that Lucky. in there yeah i was like <laughs> i i i am sponsored to play this but i also really love this game this game is amazing <laughs> like i was just like that the entire time because it's just like it's just great like yeah as you said the atmosphere because it just it just picks right off where the the first one starts uh, stops and it just it just pulls you back into that into that world and 
um I really like the new progression actually because it, it even if you fail like you still progress and yeah yeah it, it makes know. the whole game less daunting it does yeah my, my issue with the darkest dungeon at first was I bought it off stream because I wasn't even streaming at that time I bought it I started it I failed and I got frustrated I said all right well it's too hard I don't want to do this and then early on in my my streaming career I picked it back up and I don't know, with chat being there and holding me accountable, I could actually make it through the game and I finished it and I've got over 180 hours in it. And it's so amazing. But the whole run-based meta progression thing makes it so much nicer to do. Because yes, it's really hard. And I'd say it's even harder because you have the meta progression mm. and you're supposed to die. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it doesn't feel as bad. I remember feeling absolutely horrible losing my heroes because they were, I don't know, level something and had the skills and good equipment. And then you just lost it. It was mm. devastating. Yeah. yeah but now yeah. It, it doesn't really matter. Like it's, it's cool. Sure. Because you still have progression, fine. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I attempted two bosses yesterday. Uh, one I saw in early access, but I honestly didn't remember the mechanics. The other one was completely new to me. And it was just okay because I went in with a mindset of, all right, well, let's see what the boss does and how it works. Let's figure out the mechanics. If we fail, it's all right. We're just going to try again with the same setup, basically, next turn. Mm. Oh, next yep. expedition. Yep. Like, yeah. So it feels much more forgiving as a run-based game. It does, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, because you just have that whole you progress even if you if you even if you die. Yes. Um, mechanic in there. Yeah, I I feel exactly the same. Yeah, I beat act one mm -hmm. um but i haven't managed to beat act two because for act two you have to get clear layer and layers are hard <laughs> i don't think i've been to one yet they I are hard ran straight to the bosses and died <laughs> yeah in 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 um in uh, once you once you go to act two you have to have a layer trophy Mm -hmm. To be able to actually even attempt the mountain boss, ah, right, to enter so the like mountain with the boss trophy in Act One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need you need cool. That. I like that. Yeah, and uh, layer bosses are hard because it's it's like it's like several fights back to back. There's like as you have two two normal groups and then you have a boss fight and it's hard because yeah the boss will kick your butt. Yeah. <laughs> At least for me, because because I I've I've done. A couple of uh, hero shrines, but I like basically when when I had like a, the the run that I won, um, and I got like eighty candles for. I just unlocked all the other classes. That's what I spent like most of the can those candles mm -hmm. candles on. So I have lots of like hero shrine stories to do now to get like the additional skills unlocked and whatnot before uh, the new classes are like. I mean, they're still they're obviously usable, but obviously like the more complex skills are locked away behind meta progression at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, I need course. to do. So the real question is, are these candles scented? <laughs> if they are, what do they smell like? No, they're boring white they church sound, candles. They, they, they I smell think. like desperation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but they're not candles of desperation. They're candles of hope, aren't they? Because you spend them as, at an altar of hope. So maybe they have a nice scent. Maybe, maybe they do. But but mm. honestly, I'd rather prefer them not to be scented yes. because scented candles give me he headaches. Same. Me too. <laughs> I don't like them. Oh. My yeah. dad like got in the candle making so he could make my family pretty colored candles that were unscented. Nice. That's mm. cool. Yeah. That's cool. Oh my god! You know what's even worse than like scented candles? Those oil diffusers or like these sticks that you can... Oh, God, I hate them so much. What about the wax melts? They're also bad. Every, every, every the like worst. They're, oh, God. All the all these artificial smells. Like going into perfume store is like the worst. Oh, oh that is, I that can't. is rough. Yeah. I just start yeah. sneezing, eyes watering, headache instantly. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, it's I, just bad. When Oof. I worked retail, I worked at a um, home store, like home goods type place. Um, 
and there was a cleaning aisle and a candle aisle and I just told my manager I can do this side of the floor that's like because they split the store in half right mm. I can do the side that has those aisles but one of my coworkers has, has to come and do those specific aisles and they're just like all right and then they never scheduled me to that side again nice <laughs> that's, good. that's good yeah that's good that they were accommodating like that definitely mm -hmm. Nice. I, I want to mention one thing that I don't like about Darkest Dungeon 2 mm -hmm. is is that the camera just this weird zooming in, zooming out thing in, in combat and then rotating to something that's on the side when you go with a stagecoach. Like yeah, once they're... you make it to a node, the camera does this really, really nice and smooth zooming in camera rotation to the side. And it looks cool. But with my simulation sickness, I'm not a fan. Yeah, there is definitely um, there's definitely a lot of non-player directed camera movement in the game. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, it's it's been surprisingly okay for me. Um, the the one thing that I didn't like that much was like when you drive through the tangle, your path that you're driving through is like super narrow and you can't see anything. Yeah. Like that's been a bit meh, but everything else has been actually surprisingly non-triggering for me, mm -hmm. which is nice. Also, um. I'm gonna like give you a tiny spoiler, Kiri, but okay. animal layers have spiders. Oh, uh, I saw that on on uh, somebody else's stream yesterday, and holy, they look scary. They are, yeah. They, oh, I think they're not they're really well made. Yeah, but, uh, like all of the animations, but yeah, that uh, it could the game yeah. could definitely do with an arachnophobia mode. Yes. like. I was like, I looked at this and I was like, I literally said on stream, like, oh God, I don't think that's, oh, this is not going to work for Kiri. Because <laughs> uh, they're, they're like... I'll, I'll make it work because it's Dark yeah. Ascension 2, but I, yeah. I, I will be uncomfortable, yes. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely very well. Like, they, they, they feel very, like, skittish. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's the best mm. word to describe it. Like, realistically skittish. So, wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. handle other bugs like uh, ants and stuff in games? Or is it just spiders for you guys? It's just spiders. Oh, I don't have arachnophobia. I, I don't mind. Okay. I don't mind. I, I can't handle, um, like, I can't play grounded because I can't handle the ants. Like, anything creepy mm, probably huge, freaks me they? out. They're huge. And honestly, they're kind of spider-like in a way. Mm. Yeah, I guess I know, it freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny because I, I don't mind scorpions, for example. And no, those. No, I'm fine with those. But well, yeah, it's. Mm. I, I don't know. It's just spiders. Spiders are mm. different. Yeah, for me, yeah. for me, luckily, it's not a problem. Like, if if there's suddenly a spider in my face, I get startled because it's like, oh, there's something <laughs> in my face. Oh, surprise! But it's not like, oh my god, spider! I I'm gonna freak out. Luckily, I mean, like, I live okay where there's that. black widows. So, yeah, but okay. I mean, like, we, we technically also have, like, we don't have spiders that can kill you, but we have spider bites that, like, technically could, like, irritate your skin. Okay. <laughs> but I still don't mind spiders. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with spiders. But you know what? You know what? Let's not talk about that anymore. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ooh. No, no, it's fine. I'm so it's sorry. Fi <laughs> okay. I was just thinking, like, um, I just, I just wanted to bring the warning up. So that's yeah, not... thank you. Yeah, that's uh, all. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, so instead, like, uh, let's talk about something else that Kiri doesn't like. Tell me about coffee talk, Sui. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why does Kiri not like? Does she not like coffee? I don't. She doesn't it. like coffee. I think, yeah. Me I think either. It smells Actually. really bad and it tastes horrible. <laughs> Uh, for me, it just doesn't settle with my stomach, but um, mm. I actually really like the game. It's just a cute little, like, kind of, it's a alternate reality game where you're in an overnight coffee shop in Seattle, um, but it's alternate reality in the fact that, like, um, there's, like, a bunch of different, uh, oh, what's the word? I want to say races, but it's not talking about, like, color of skin. It's, um, like, um... Species? Mermaids and werewolves and that sort of okay. thing. Is racist fantasy the races. Right word? Yeah, okay. fantasy, fantasy races, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's really cute. I, I've really enjoyed it. I finished Coffee Talk 1 recently, and I've kind of started Coffee Talk 2 on stream, but the issue with the game is it is kind of super visual novel-y, 
And mm. so it's hard to stream like a game with too much talking because your mm. voice is just dead after like yeah. an hour or two for me. Yeah, so same. it's kind of hard to stream it, but I'm really enjoying it. So I don't want to like not stream it. So mm. <laughs> maybe, yeah, just do it in short bursts, like do an hour or two here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the same with like, it's it's usually vi visual novels and then non-voice acted CRPGs that I have the problem for me. Oh, like yeah. I love, so I love CRPGs and I would love to stream like all of them, but hardly any of them are voice acted. Sorry. It's just, it's just incredible. It was the same with like, um, uh, oh, what's it called? The detective one help that got voice acting later on yes that every yes thank you that everybody loved yeah disco elysium had the same problem when it came out mm -hmm. not being voice acted but they fixed that yeah. which was good also also and i know like I, I do this every time when we talk about crpg or when i talk about crpgs and voice acting but uh that's why uh, expeditions rome was so cool because it was all voice acted ah it was amazing i love that game anyways <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much when games have voice acting. Like, even in, for example, uh, my time at Porsche, like, all the characters, are their lines are voice acted, you know? Like, just mm. having voice acting puts so much life into games, in my opinion. It does, Yeah, that yes. too. Yeah. And it, it gives you a chance to, like, also rest your voice when you're streaming, which is yes. also really nice. Drink but some even... water for a change. <laughs> True. Mm. But even when you're not streaming, I really like voice acted games. Because Disco Elysium, mm. for example... I, I started it before it had voice acting. It was great, but it didn't really grab me. And then I continued, I don't know, months later after they added voice acting. And then I loved it. Mm. It just yeah. changed my game experience so much. It does, yeah. Because, yeah, you, you kind of assign them like like different voices and personality in your head, but it's always more in your face and more in immersive if you actually like have it spoken out loud at yes. you i think at least for me mm -hmm. me too yeah um nice uh well, yeah that's that's cool i coffee talk is definitely also on my list to play eventually at some point in time like just as a me game because it just seems like kind of cozy in a way it like, is super cozy yeah it's definitely on my list but yeah, there's so many games on my list. We all know that problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so um, I actually got uh to play. This was last Friday already. Now, now the beta is like available for for everyone. Um, but I got to play the closed beta of Park Beyond, which is um, a amusement park building game that's coming out next month on the. 15th of uh, of June it's uh by Limbic Entertainment published by Bandai Namco and it's um yeah it's it's a it's a it's an amusement park builder that is reminiscent of the old roller coaster tycoons Ooh. and I actually Ooh. really liked it like it's it's basically a modern roller coaster tycoon roller coaster tycoon 2 because so much is just inspired by roller coaster tycoon like you've got you know you've got the you've got your pre-built rides you can have you can make your roller coasters you have the whole you know uh lineup queue thing that you gotta build and you gotta build an exit and you have entertainers and then you have to have your janitors running around cleaning up and your repair people repairing and all that sort of stuff and you have to have like you know the shops that sell stuff you know you can um increase the prices for certain things if you sell lots of salty food and all that. You can all do all of that sort of stuff. But then it also has um, uh, the design stuff to a degree that Planet Coaster had. But you don't really have to do it as much as it was like, because in Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo, the design aspect is like super important, right? Because it adds to your, like to people's like, um, like to your visitors score and that sort of stuff like whether or not they're enjoying it and like you know yeah. it, it helps stuff and you have to really go into it if you want to have a really good park whereas in uh, Park Beyond you don't have to do it if you don't want to like you can just do it like you did in Roller Coaster Tycoon but like in a modern game engine and I really liked it it was really cool and the, the other cool thing is um, for the coasters 
they are non-realistic roller coasters so you can have like um in the middle of the track um your your cart just goes off the track and gets shot through a cannon and then enters another cannon and then it's back on the track and all sorts of <laughs> crazy things that like that cool. and i just love it it's just really cool and you have like different decoration themes and all that sort of stuff like i i need to play more of the beta i haven't yet the beta still open for quite a while um but it's just so reminiscent of old old school roller coaster tycoon and it's i've really enjoyed it and it, it has like it has like more of the like you can do the design stuff as much as you want like you can design crazy things in it as well but you can also just focus on the um uh, management stuff if you want to Ooh. and it's it's really cool yeah and the close beta lasts till the 19th you can sign up through steam and then hopefully get picked and yeah it's just it's just really cool it's just really cool it has a campaign and then it has free play mode you know like like that i just really like i i had a really good time with it i i yeah i <laughs> i i don't know because obviously this was a beta um i was also not paid to play this so this is not sponsored or anything like that i just got access to the beta but but we might need to wait for the full game obviously to assess this properly we might actually have a modern successor to the roller to the old school roller coaster tycoon games at our hands here. Like it depends on how much there is actually in the in the um in the in the finished game. Because obviously the beta has like, you know, not everything unlocked. Like it only has like one theme, for example. It only has the Western theme for decorations unlocked, for example, and not mm -hmm. everything else. But like we might actually have a a modern like Roller Coaster Tycoon in our hands here, which would be awesome. Because Planet Coaster is cool, but it's not Roller Coaster Tycoon. Because you have like so much focus on the whole design aspect, which just frustrates the heck out of me because I can't be bothered. Same. <laughs> and with Park Beyond, you don't really have to do that. Because I, yeah. I like that a lot. Because Planet Zoo, yes, if if you have a creative mind like that, you can come up with the most amazing designs. And then there's yes. me and I just get frustrated because I like what everybody else is doing, but I just want to get it from the workshop. I mean, that that works too, mm. too. but it's like, don't, yeah. don't force me to be creative when I don't want to be. Me too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bell, Bell's stuff that he built is so oh, amazing. And yes. I'm just like, I, I don't have the patience for this. Me neither. neither. But yeah, Bell, Bell is so creative when it comes to that. Also, when you play yeah. City Skylines, I love that. Mm, yeah, 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 definitely. And I just, I, I'm like, I can't, no. Which is mm. why, which is why, rather <laughs> than a, rather than a, like a, like a City Skylines 2, I just want a new modern Sim City. Just give me a grid and let me build my city on a grid. Let me do it, please. Actually, like if it's not grid based though, that, that's okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I just want a Sim City. Yeah, that's <laughs> give me <laughs> Oh, SimCity 2013 is already 10 years old. It's been 10 years. I feel so old. It's <laughs> been a while, yeah. Yeah, because that was actually one of the games, like that was like one of the first big game launches that I watched, that I was part of on Twitch. Uh, and like GTA 5 and that sort of stuff. But yeah, I, I like, it was like, I got to experience the train wreck of SimCity 13, like communally on Twitch and how everybody was like super excited. And then we got... SimCity 2013 <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was just like oh no what is this but um yeah there, there's that there's that but but talking like this is this is going back to what i was what we were talking about earlier crpgs i see you have divinity original sin 2 on your list sui yeah Ooh. so uh and his friend uh have convinced me to play Divinity Original Sin 2. And usually I'm not really like a CRPG or a turn-based person, but I think it's changing my mind on that. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. Like I'm obsessed with playing it. And like anytime the three of us all have available, we're playing. Um, and it's just been such a good time. We've barely gotten off the tutorial island but <laughs> yes the tutorial island really takes fun. takes a while yeah it does it, it's a great game it's a great game and the fact that you can play it in multiplayer is is awesome mm -hmm. absolutely 
we all have our own characters and it's yeah. a bunch of fun and you know there's a lot of me wandering off uh guys come help i started a fight <laughs> that reminds me of mystery because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we play together uh, yeah fd likes mystery and i and it was it was great yeah yeah it's great good times I mm-hmm. can't wait for heck and baldur's gate 3 yes See, now I'm hyped for it, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because same studio, and it's, it's bought I mean, Bosque 3 has, like, so much lore attached to it already, but Larian there, I know they're just gonna, oh, they're gonna knock it out of the park again. It's gonna be amazing, and it's multiplayer, mm-hmm. too, and it's just, ah! It's gonna, yeah. be, gonna be great, yeah. I'm having yeah, a blast. Nice, um, nice. I accidentally picked an OP class. I picked Summoning. Oh, yeah, Summoning is good. It's so OP. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah it's it's such a good time dude i'm having a blast like no like i thought i did not like turn-based but honestly i think it was just like me being in school made turn-based suck because my brain was already just so done you know <laughs> mm. and now that it, like i'm not in school and most of the time i'm not like thinking to that degree anymore it's just like oh yeah it's nice to kind of challenge my brain again <laughs> <laughs> I can feel that, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, yeah. That's that's cool. Nice. Yeah, that's mm. a good game. As I said, I can't wait for Border Skate 3. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, do you do you wanna talk about those those I know you have like games on your list, Kiri, because you know, you we talked about them last week. Do you have anything to add to any of them? Let's let's ask this way. Anything that came up with those games that you talked about last week that you that you want to add? Maybe. Mm, actually, no, no, because Showgunners, I still enjoy it very, very much. I know more about the story now, but I'm not going to spoiler that. It's still mm. amazing. Nice. And then Roots of Pasha. Um, I don't know. I still like the fishing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> very quietly, but still, still like it. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we all know how wrong you are when it comes to Stardew Valley fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Story of my life. Yeah, no, no. Just, just oh, kidding. Oh, Kiri. Yeah. Did your um, hardcore character end up surviving in Diablo 3? Oh, yes. Yes. Really? That's, yeah. That's that so is, high. That is a funny story. Thank you. <laughs> um, I On Sunday, I streamed uh, Diablo 3 because like I just felt like it and I hadn't fi- finished the season yet. And I'm playing a hardcore character, so you die, you're dead. Mm. And I was uh, I was holding off on doing that one thing, but I finished the season, and then I felt brave enough to do that one thing that is not connected to the season, but to the alters. Anyway, um, uh, it's going to the... What's it called? The Echoing Nightmares, or Echoing Realm of Nightmares or something, which is kind of an arena. Mm. And there are four shrines. Uh Enemies just will spawn continuously. Uh, the more you kill, the faster they spawn. And you get to a certain level. You have to make it 226 to get the best reward. And mm. then, if you're not playing a hardcore character, you just die and get out of that realm again. You can't do that with a hardcore character, because you die in there, you die. So you Oof. have to then run away from the enemies until an overwhelm bar fills. Mm. saying you are overwhelmed there are too many enemies you haven't killed enough um and then you get teleported out then it just finishes um Mm. and i was so terrified of trying that and i i watched a video about it so i knew what i had to do and i knew what shrines i had to pick and then i had lots of um diablo 3 veterans in chat telling me okay that shrine you know the most powerful one take that starting at level 100 i was like okay got it so i pulled in I run around, look at the shrines, and accidentally click the most powerful one right at the start. Oh no! <laughs> I was terrified. Oh god! I I actually I had so much adrenaline. I was shaking, and it was oh. great because I didn't want to lose that character. Mm. But I yeah. I made it. Nice. Yep. That's so right. Honestly, it was great, and that's why I like playing a hardcore character. Because if you play softcore, it doesn't matter none mm. of it matters and if you have the the added pressure of you c- might lose all your progress that makes it more interesting yeah mm-hmm. definitely I like that a lot but yeah great nice. kiri difficulty moment once again 
<laughs> but hey, you rose up to the occasion, so you know. I did. Yeah, I did. I was quite proud. <laughs> nice, GG. That's awesome. Yeah, I I spent my weekend, and this is the this is the last game on my list. That I'm going to talk about real quick because uh, I didn't stream it. Uh, I deprived chat of the. Uh, <gasps> uh, How dare you? Yeah, I deprived chat of the pleasure of watching me play a rhythm game. I grabbed myself on the weekend Hi-Fi Rush. I've been meaning to play Hi-Fi Rush since it came out earlier this year in like January, I think. Um, if you don't know Hi-Fi Rush, it's like a, it almost like a shadow drop. It's by Tango Gameworks, who also made like Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, published by Bethesda. And it kind of just dropped. And everybody's like, what is this? And um, it's a, it's a third person RPG but it's a rhythm game. So there's music and you have to hit on the beats in combat. And every everything in the world moves to the music and stuff like that. It's it's really cool. Um, and it just, yeah, it just came out of nowhere at the end of January. Like nobody knew it was coming and it just, it just came out and it's so good. It's so good. Like I was just kind of waiting for a sale and I finally snapped and bought it for like 20% off on the weekend and it's so good. I mean, it's not it's not that expensive anyways. It's uh, 27 pounds, so it's not a like a 60 pound title. Um, and it's just so good. It's just so good because you got the music and you jam into the music and you're just beating up things and like the characters are really, um, really nice and the story, I mean, the story is like not like like world revolutionary but the gameplay is just so fun and it's lighthearted it has this really cool um like comic book style uh to the game as well it's uh i just really enjoyed it it's not super like it's it's fine for me um but it does have like certain simulation sickness triggers that you can't turn off i mean it is third person oh. it's over the shoulder but like for example their screen check you can't turn off and that sort of stuff. And there's a lot of moments um, where you also don't quite move the camera. Sometimes you move on rails and you have to like dodge things and that sort of stuff. So it's not 100% simulation sickness free, uh, um, like, yeah, friendly. Um, it worked for me. I had no problem. And like, it's, it's so good. Oh, God, I love it. It's so fun. I played through the story on the weekend. It only took me about 10 hours on normal difficulty. But there is... Um, post story um content to do there's like challenges that you have to find in the levels and obviously you have to go and look for all of the collectibles and that sort of stuff it is after all a tango gameworks game so there's collectibles everywhere and i i i i'm not sure if i'm gonna try to 100 the achievements because unfortunately they literally have an achievement for beat it on this difficulty beat it on this difficulty beat it on oh. this difficulty mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff uh so I, I don't I don't think I will do that. But uh, I'm definitely doing the post content, um, the post story content, because it's just it's really fun. And the characters are like super charming. And, and like the story is just it's kind of like cartoony slash like comic-y slapstick humor in there as well sometimes. And I don't know, it's just. Oh, it's endearing. The characters are endearing and it's just really fun. And then you've got good music. So they, they have a streamer mode, so you can totally stream this. And it has like, you know, music that's totally like, you know, totally fine to stream. They just made music for the game. And in streamer mode just has more music that they made for the game. But if you don't play in streamer mode, you have also just some like, you know, you have some Nine Inch Nails in there and Prodigy and other things. It's just, I don't know. It was, oh, it was really good. It was really, really good. Highly recommend. Um. That's just cool. like the other 14,000 reviews on Steam, but it's really good. Like, highly recommend it. That was a good Sounds purchase. Good. Yeah, I, I completely was... missed that if you hadn't mentioned that before already to me. Mm. I just never heard of it before. Yeah, like nobody did. And then it just came out. And I, I like I'm, a lot of people, like a lot of the bigger streamers that I watch, like played it. And I saw it then. And, and Violet, Inca Violet played it as well. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's just lovely. Cool. It's just really lovely. And I really enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, I, I think I think we made it through the game section. We did it. Yay. <laughs> so uh, we are going to go to a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with the news. Oh, Lex gets up at 
six for work, so I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> That's how. Yeah, I don't have something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And welcome back to episode nice of the Halcyon <laughs> Frequency <laughs> podcast. I'm still here with Sui and Kiri. I'm FG, and uh, we've got some we've got some news to talk about. Uh, indeed and we've got some we've got some there's been well sort of sad news a bit this morning nothing dramatic but um silk song the uh highly anticipated sequel uh <coughs> excuse me <laughs> okay um i'm just gonna note that down and then i'm gonna start us over oh you uh, could have just left that in oh but but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was funny but okay okay we'll leave it in we'll leave it in fair enough okay no but <laughs> silk song the highly anticipated sequel to hollow knight um well we didn't have it the release date yet anyways but um matthew griffin tweeted uh earlier this morning so late night u.s yesterday and he is the marketing he does marketing and publishing for hollow knight silk song tweeted that they had planned to release the game in the first half of 2023 and uh well the first half is almost over and it's not happening they're still working on it um they don't have a release date for us yet um it's a big game they say it's a big game they're still working on it they're not ready to release it yet so um it's basically been pushed back until it's done we don't know when it's going to be done um, if it's going to be a later 2023 release or if it's going to be a 2024 release, they haven't said. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately, Silk Song still still alive. But yeah, we don't know. We don't know when we'll actually get to play it, which is, yeah, I know a lot of people are like very much <gasps> waiting for it yeah. to come out. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be so cool, I feel like. I hope so. I hope so, yeah. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. You go. You go. <laughs> no, I just, ah, of course, I'm also sad because I was very excited to play it, and and they did say it's going to come out this year. So, yeah. But now that we know it's been delayed, we don't know by how long, right? Mm. I get it though, and once again, I much rather have a finished game that is working properly. That lives up to Hollow Knight, especially because it's not just this is the first game because it it has to live up to something. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with a delay. Sure, please please make sure it's finished. True. And since they wanted to publish it in the first first half of the year, anyways, um, now we've got Zelda coming out. We're going to talk about that now in in a bit. But then also Diablo is coming out. There's other things too that I probably forgot about. So you know. That the first half of the year is is holding lots of big releases anyways mm. it, it makes sense to just push it back now honestly yeah yeah i also i i'd also like as you said i want a finished game that yes. works without bugs and i also don't want them to crunch well you know right? silk song there's gonna be bugs yes those oh, kind of bugs, yeah. but not the game-breaking <laughs> kind of bugs, Sorry. hopefully. No, it's fine, it's fine, that's a good point. But, like, yeah, I, I, mean, I, yeah. I don't want them to, like, you know, I'd, I'd rather just, yeah, they just be like, yeah, okay, we're going to keep working on this, like, normally, you know, normal hours, and we're not going to finish oh, in yes. time, so we're just going to delay it, delay it, rather than, you know, crunch, 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 and, I don't know, maybe deliver us up our product. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they're aware how hype the how much hype there is already for this game so yeah they they probably just want to make sure that it's you know it lives up to that because people are gonna expect a lot like, yes a lot a lot so yeah so it's unfortunately we'll have them. to yeah unfortunately we'll have to wait just a wee bit longer but i mean in the long term like just half a year doesn't really make that much of a difference anymore or i don't know eight months or whatever how long it's going to be doesn't really you know we can we can wait a little bit longer it's not like we're starved for games as you said exactly there's there's yeah. so much other stuff to play and there's always new um indie games coming out as well so 
we can do it. We can do it. We yeah. can endure. <laughs> the thing is, we, we didn't even know it was supposed to come out in the first half already. So if mm. if I hadn't seen that tweet then, you know, it would have been also okay because I didn't expect it to come out. Yeah, but, yeah, same. But yeah, no, now we know. At least yeah. they're still working on it. Everything's somewhat according to plan. It just takes a bit more time. Yep. It is coming. Yes, mm-hmm. it will be there eventually. And there's something else that's coming up this weekend. There's two things, actually. But first, uh, I know that's something that Kiri is really looking forward to this weekend. So tell us more about it. Yeah, uh, uh, Diablo 4 uh, is releasing in a month. But now there's a last open beta. And they call it a server slam. So (laughs) you don't have to pre-purchase the game. It's open for everybody. Um, Started already on the 12th, which I think was Friday. Friday. I'm, I'm talking in the past now as if this has already happened. It hasn't, but it doesn't matter. So from yes, the 12th to the Friday. 14th, if you listen to this on, on Sunday when the podcast releases, then you could still play as well. Slam the server. They're inviting everybody to just stress test, basically. You can get the previous rewards from the open beta, like a title and the super cute wolf backpack. But also there's a new reward if you kill the world boss. On a level 20 character, you can get a mount trophy. And originally I said I was not going to play the slam test because, you know, really cues. It's going to be horrible probably. Mm. But they are baiting me with that reward and I think it's working. (laughs) (laughs) By the time you listen to this, I probably have a level 20 character already. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I overheard Sue Boy earlier today actually talking about... There were being an open beta for the new Street Fighter game this weekend as well. And oh. in this Street Fighter game, like the interesting thing about it is people can make their own characters. And it's a fighting game. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How would cool. you balance that? I I I I have like zero interest in fighting games. It's probably like one of my it's probably like maybe even the least favorite character like like you know like my most hated game category like i don't like fighting games at all like but i wonder how that would work i guess you you just select from like a yeah how do you balance that i I guess maybe does it make your character with skills and attacks or just i don't know do they have pre-made skills and attacks i'm seeing if uh probably not yes you're choosing from Mm pre-made attacks and stuff Okay. And you can choose what they look like, and apparently people have made hmm. some pretty, uh, pretty uh, interesting looking characters. Of course. Okay. I, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. would expect yeah. there's going to be a meta very soon. Then, with everybody playing the best attacks. Yeah. 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 yeah probably. Um, I think there's a way to like make a character that's not actually like having to download the game. From what I was overhearing. Um, hmm. I'm not getting a yes or no on that, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just said that the skills are like from other characters, and you can just pick from that list. From a list, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you Let's can make see. your character in the beta. I I was just Birdie just told me. Um, <laughs> I'm here through the grapevine, you know. <laughs> I like gotcha. the idea of it, but I'm concerned about balancing. Me too. That sounds tough, yeah. But I guess maybe maybe also if you do like if you if you equip X move, you can't equip Y move. Maybe they'll do something like that as well, oh, where you're just locked out of certain skills if you equip certain other skills. I don't know. I mean, I, I know in fighting games there's different types of fighters. So there's like ranged. Mm. There's like zoners which are made to keep you away. There's like close range. So maybe it's like they take from a skill set of the type or something. I just mm. got a thumbs up. I guessed right. There you go. <laughs> nice. So, so yeah, you get based off the uh, type it is. So like zoner, close up, ranged. I know there's more. I just don't know them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is all like I have very passing interest. You know, it's just like I hear Suboy talking about it. He loves fighting games. Mm. So I just have a little bit of knowledge from overhearing over time. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, I that's like I I I don't think I ever owned one, but obviously like 
friends had like you know like the Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter on like you know ancient consoles and even back then like I could just not get the button presses right <laughs> like like oh, my yeah. fighting game was just like spam this button and spam that button but because you have to like have these combos right it's like triple a b x y trigger I don't know and then mm. you go and it's just it's just too complicated for my brain spin. to remember yeah yeah spin spin yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. no like suboy has a full-on fighting stick that he'll bring out uh, when he plays fighting games like he is in, gotcha. like invested in it and i'm over here like i i mean i've technically played a tiny bit of smash bros <laughs> smash bros is probably the one i've played the most but that's because it's like it's 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 a it, it feels a bit more accessible i guess because it's like yeah. nintendo characters which makes no sense because it's still complex. Like the moves, are, the move sets are still complex. Less so. You don't have the like giant yeah. combos like you do in games like yeah. Street Fighter. Like in Street Fighter, there'll be like a 10 15 button combo. You know, in uh, Smash, from what I can tell, there isn't like massive combos like that. It's just like holding down a button while pressing another button or like yeah. uh, pressing left and a button. You know, it's mm, yeah, very it's different. More... So it seems manageable. <laughs> Yeah. A bit more, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I still press random buttons for the most part when I do play because I'm at like yeah. less than five hours ever played. But it's <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Indeed. And then I guess the one the one big thing that's like has happened by the time this podcast is out, but not yet, at the time of recording, the internet is going to explode. Tears of the Kingdom, the new Zelda game, coming out this Friday. Will have come out this Friday. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, uh, being stuck in like Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, trying to talk about things that have happened not yet in the future, but will have happened at the point of recording. I don't know. It's <laughs> complicated. Uh, it's complicated. Yes. But yes. I I know that at least Mystery is going to do nothing else on Friday after the release. Like, hey, mm. he's going to just dive into the game and not come out again until he's finished, I think. Nice. Nice. I'd like to say we do invite you all to talk about it in the Halcyon Frequency uh, Discord server. Yeah, if yes. you're interested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only, the only thing, like, I... I prefer the old Zelda style of games. The, the dungeon crawly puzzly kind more than these open world games mm-hmm. um i've played i have not played breath of the wild either i just i just don't like the look of it i don't know why it's just it doesn't it doesn't draw me in at all i i prefer the old ones um i know tears of the kingdom has basically already leaked like you can already like you know uh sail the seven seas and grab it um Obviously, you know, that's very risky and I would recommend not doing it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's illegal. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently I've heard some things like uh, the game speed is like tied to the frame rate. So there's there's some there's some things going on like the question because the the big question is like how will it run because like certain releases recently on switch have just run like absolute crap like the Mm, latest pokemon game oh my god oh my gosh it runs at like 15 frames per second it's so bad it's so Mm -hmm. bad i've been watching um uh part-time triggered he's been playing it and Mm -hmm. it's so bad and obviously like i mean breath of the wild runs okay it doesn't run amazing like it doesn't look amazing right um because the switch is just like not powerful enough to render it like at 1080p like 60 fps like super beautifully and stuff like that they use like tricks right where stuff like slowly fades in from the background and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't know how it's gonna run and how it's gonna look like and I don't know. I hope I hope it runs well enough, and I hope people have fun playing it. Um, it's not really a game, yeah, not really for me. Me either. I have to. Admit. I need more. I need more guidance on what to do. Like, I don't know. I started playing um, the like Breath of the Wild at one point because Suboy has it, and I was bored, and I had a switch. Um, and I got just like not very far, probably like an hour in, and then I was just like, well, what now? 
You know, like, mm. they gave me this one, like, super eventual goal, you know, yeah. and nothing else. And I was just like, yeah, okay, but what's the steps? Like, I know I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you just go out and explore and you just I don't follow. like that. I can understand yeah. that, yeah. 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 Well, I, as I said, like, I hope people like it. The people that are excited for okay. it, I hope they like it. I hope it lives up to the hype. That's that's my opinion on the game. Yeah, definitely. I'll probably try it. I tried Breath of the Wild as well. I never finished it though, but I played a decent amount, I'd say. Mm. I really enjoyed it. So I'm curious mm. to, to at least briefly dive into this one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't quite my, my no. I miss the old type of Zelda games. They they work better for me. Um there were more, I don't know, the ones with more puzzles and dungeons and all that sort of stuff. I know this one also has like puzzles and then, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know it what like it dungeons. is. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the art style. Maybe that's it. I don't know. It's it's hard to put my finger on it. But it's not like I don't have games to play, right? True. <laughs> yep. uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I think... I think that's it. I think mm -hmm. yeah. we have once again made it through an episode of the Halcyon Frequency podcast. This was indeed episode nice. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't get old. Nice. <laughs> it does not get old. No, I will keep repeating that. And I'll I'll repeat it again when we hit 69, 69 and uh, maybe also 420. I don't know. <laughs> you know, all the meme numbers. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, uh, both of you, for joining me here on this episode um kiri where can people find you it's super easy you can find me on 2dkiri.com linking to every platform perfect and sui where can people find you yeah i'm sui it's spelled s-u-w-e-y um i'm sui on on twitch and then on my main youtube channels at sui i an archive at sui streams and then like Every social media is at Sweet Streams. Perfect. And I still am, but also have been FG squared or FG for short. You can find everything at FG squared.tv if you want to go look me up. It's got links to all the social platforms as well. And uh, yeah, this has been episode 69 of the House and Frequency podcast. Nice. Yeah, again, indeed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, has to happen. Uh, Thanks again to Peter, Paul, and Paul Mile for the music that you are probably listening to right now. This has been Halcyon Frequency signing off. Don't change that dial. I probably messed that up. I'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Nice. <laughs>